B105, it's Dirk's Bentley drunk on a plane. It's the Breakfast Globe, Ken and Laura. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. Good morning. A little bit of a wet morning. Um, at, uh, we have a 40% chance of rain today. We have some showers before 9. Passing shower this afternoon. Mm-hmm. A high about 50 or so. Yep. Okay. B105 Buzz, what's happening? Brought to you by East Central Energy, homegrown member-owned community focused since 1936. Do you want me to start? Yeah, please. So, um, I guess I'm not too surprised by this, but Minnesota is apparently the nicest state when it comes to, like, tourists visiting. You think so? Well, there is, you know, there's lots of surveys and studies always done, but this one had two and a half million people taking part in it, and a good majority of them said Minnesota is the friendliest state. They This um, travel website called Big 7 Travel, they said... Okay, if you've traveled anywhere, what stuck out to you is like the most friendly. Majority of people said Minnesotans. So read about that. Any well, guess what the uh, most unfriendly state is? I was not surprised. Most unfriendly state? Yeah. New York. Yep. They just have their own thing going on you there. You know, if you meet somebody from New York, um, they're just, well, not everybody from New York. Okay, I don't want to, I don't, but I, they're definitely, uh, New Yorkers have a, a thing. You know, you got Minnesota Nights, which is very passive aggressive. Yeah. Right? And New Yorkers are just kind of aggressive. Yeah. Not to use that word that gets used they way too business. often, but. Yeah. yeah. They mean business, for sure. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. What was the guy? What was the guy that came to Minneapolis, the celebrity? I can't remember. So Michael Rappaport. He's been, he's an actor, mm-hmm. just some stand up. He came to Minnesota and he was trashing the place, but that's kind of what he does. Yeah, that's kind of like that's kind his of stick, stick or yeah. whatever. But he was saying that uh, northern Minnesota nice isn't the thing. Southern ha- hospitality is better than Minnesota hospitality. Right. And I was like, well, that's kind of just, you're just, but he's a New Yorker. Right. See? Kinda. Yeah, it's definitely like, and they live such fast paced, like, right. lives, and we don't. So that, but yeah. So, well, wasn't surprised. Let's put it that way. We're going to talk about, oh, hey, you might see this coming over the, in the sky. It's not a, it's not a bird. It's not a, well, it is a plane, I guess. Um, <laughs> so World War II era bomber is going to be coming to Wisconsin. Oh, that's cool. B-25 Mitchell. I got to go into a little bit of a history rant. I saw that story. I'm like, Ken wrote this for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely did. Because then I went into Could a little be. history of the B-25, mm-hmm. what it was. It was the only bomber used by every branch of the armed forces in World War II. That's cool. I don't know if you knew that. I had but no idea. They're doing uh, they're doing flights to honor veterans, but they also have, uh, you can pay to be on a flight. It's not cheap. You're looking about $475 for a flight on this. But. Once in a lifetime opportunity. So I'm going to start a GoFundMe account. And then, okay. you know. I feel like there might be better causes. Well, but there I, is. That doesn't mean that I don't have one. Put you it know, on a credit card, Ken. I don't know. It's, well, it, that's the interest rate on that. GoFundMe would be a lot easier on the pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. You see a GoFundMe floating around. But I may I may share my Venmo QR code. Oh, my gosh. Somewhere. Just saying. You, know, <laughs> you do you. Yeah. I'll burn a camera. It'd be like a uh, first point of view for the flight. You know, mm-hmm. we could share it. I can live stream it. Right. Just load it out there. See how it goes. So far, not doing too Report well. back. All right. 616, B105. In a small town on B105, it is a Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Good morning. And 625 today, uh, going to be in the 50s, maybe. Uh, upper 50s. Windy, though. Gusts of 35 mm-hmm. miles per hour. So Very uh, gloomy. Fall Lake spooky, if you will. Yeah. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Good day. Good crockpot day. Yeah. It's Crocktober. 
Is it? I, I, is that a thing? No, I saw it last night. It was like. Where'd you see that? Um, like a meme on Facebook. That's not like, a bad idea. It's Crocktober. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, get the. B105 Breakfast Club, Ken and Lauren, got your brain teaser question, favorite part of the day. It is. Now, sure. Okay. Uh, today going to be 50. Yep. Rainy, mm-hmm. windy. Very right. fall-like. We went over that. So yesterday, the brain teaser question, this is the number one costume for dogs. This year, the answer, pumpkin, if you dress your dog up, you better be sending us photos. Just saying. So we our... should do. Oh, Okay. I'm trying to figure out something here. Maybe I talk to my friends at Silverwood. Maybe we can put something together here. We should do a contest for your dog, you know, Halloween costume this year. Love it. Don't you think? Yes. But then you need to take part. Me? Yeah. Like, you need to dress up your dog as well. I could probably figure out something. Yeah. I could put a pumpkin on her head. You got to get more creative than that. Okay, we'll, we'll think of something. But um, our brain teaser this morning. You can decorate my dog. How about that? Okay. Great. This is expected to be the most popular Halloween costume this year. Um, it's based... I'm going to give a big hint here. Is that okay? I'm fine with that. It's based on a movie from this year. Oh, one of the biggest movies, yeah. Yeah. We're dressing up like this for um, a thing at work. I got to I gotta get help on it, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I really got to knock this one out of the park. Y- you, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is expected to be the most popular Halloween costume this year for adults. Mm-hmm. It's not Robert Oppenheimer. It is not, and I was thinking that. I'm like, lots of people will probably dress up as Oppenheimer, but no, what's the other movie? Yeah. And I also have to get a costume by next Wednesday for this, so that's fun. Last year, our uh, son dressed up as um, Napoleon Dynamite. I thought you were going to say Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, that's what he looked like, though. I know. That's it was why. terrible. It's a little scary. And I was like, dude, you can't wear those glasses at school. People are going to, it's not, you're, you're, <laughs> it doesn't say, if your shirt says vote Pedro, it doesn't mean that people aren't going right. to think that, you know. Tyler Hubbard dancing in the country, B105. It is a breakfast school with Ken and Lauren, and we've got your brain teaser question, your chance today to win some Taco John's. And uh, as it's October, of course, and it's Lauren, it's going to be Halloween related. Yes. You know, I went a few days without Halloween brain teasers. Everyone will expect it. It's okay. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Right. I've let down the masses. So, anyways, this is expected to be the most popular Halloween costume this year for adults. Gave some hints. Um, has to do with a popular movie that came out this year. Not okay. Oppenheimer. Not Oppenheimer. Right. Not Oppenheimer. Well, let's go to the phone and see what we got. Hello, B105. Uh, what's the most popular Halloween costumes expected to be this year? Barbie and Ken. Yes, Barbie and Ken or Ken and Barbie. That was kind of easy. All right, it was. You gave okay. it away. <laughs> so here's a question. I got to dress up. We got a thing at work we're doing, and I got to dress up as uh, with the Ken and Barbie theme. How do I turn myself into Ken? Because I am a Ken, but I'm not the Ken doll, you know? Gee, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew for myself. <laughs> I have yeah. an idea. I just thought of an idea for you, Ken. What is that? Wear a shirt that says, I'm just Ken. Oh. Or dress up like Ryan Gosling in that dance number. I do not. I can't pull off a Ryan Gosling. Never know until you try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Julie. Hey, Julie, congratulations. You got Taco John's, okay? All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for playing. Have a great time. There's so many different variations of Ken that you could be. I was you just could be up. when he has his, um, you know, fur fur thing on. I don't have any fur. Um, you could do I'm like when of... he wears all black and he's in that boy band. Hold on, I'm looking for Ken dolls wearing flannel. 
No, I, didn't, I don't remember seeing him. The, the whole point is it's a costume Ken. Got to branch out. Mm, nope, there's no flannel Kens. Oh, yeah, I guess you could be any other type of Ken. Yeah, Barbie takes two Ken, damp, Ken camping doll. Mm, I can pull that one off. Carry okay. a, I can carry her bags around for her. That's cute. But like you want to be one that people recognize. Maybe what I should do is I should just put on like a Hawaiian shirt and then I just carry a bag could, around all the time. Be, oh, you could be Beach Ken. That's ah. his whole thing. Is ah. he's from Beach? I could pull that off. Wow, I'm that, just gonna that's wear swim trunks do. and sandals. Okay, Crocs count. I don't have I don't have flip flops. Go not buy some. I'm not, not going to buy flip flops for one thing. You told me I have to dress up. So if I have to dress up, I told up, you, you I would find I would help you. I don't, by, I'm fine. We walked by Ragstock and I said, Lauren, go in there. I know. I'm going to get a, I'm, I'm going to wear pink. Right. It'll be fine. We'll pull it together. We'll be Ken and Barbie this year. Look at that. <laughs> Look at us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 645, uh, Lauren's Country Lowdown coming up. Tom, and you said you got, uh, well, Fridays are always busy and you got some tea to share. Yeah, so, um, no, I wasn't going to talk about the tea till next hour, but we can have tea time right now. Because I'd, I'd like to. Um, it is juicy. So we all know Maren Morris, you know, she has been publicly in a lot of feuds over the past few years. Some, I think, she kind of inserted and started herself. Mm-hmm. Others, I feel like she didn't. I don't know. But anyways, so she recently released two new songs. And with this, she announced, I'm leaving country music. So she said that she did an interview. Now she said that she wanted to clear some things up. So she did a podcast. And she basically said that everybody's saying, I'm leaving country music or whatever. She's like, that was a little like overdone or overstated, I guess. She said that she's not leaving Nashville. She's like, my family's here. She's like, Nashville has the best songwriters. She said she's not like trying to get rid of her country music fans. She says she's just not going to submit her music to country award shows. Didn't she also call country music butt rock? Some songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some songs are not great. She's talking about Jason Aldean's music, right? Probably, yeah. Well, that's um, her feud. Yeah, so basically she's like, I'm still going to be in Nashville. I'm still going to do the same thing I've been doing, but I'm just not going to be an active member of country music. She's like, I don't know where my next like album will fall, but she's like, I'm just not going to take part in that. A few other things she said that stuck out to me. She said that... Um, she started getting so stressed out about things that her hair started falling out. She's like, stress is a very real thing. I was like physically getting sick. And then she said that what really uh, changed her was 2020. She's like, I became a mom. I became a lot more outspoken. I felt like I'd really like made my own name for myself in country music where I could start to like kind of question things. And then she also said something that made her realize that she didn't want to be in country music anymore is that she would work with artists in like the pop industry or like you know the r&b industry or just other genres and they would be like commenting on nashville and being like that's so embarrassing what's going on in your genre and she's like i just like got so sick of having to defend people or explain you know or like stick up for these things that just i didn't want to stick up for them anymore so you can watch her interview b105country.com but i do think that when you say i'm leaving you know give some context and then just like you know, you, it's like you keep doing it now, you know? And I love Marin Morris, so... It's, I'm ready for it to be over with. It's fine, I'm done. It's sad. On. But yeah, it's like, I don't... I think that she's been so successful and, like, so many people have backed her that it's like, I don't... I 
don't think she needed to put that stress on herself. And that's just my opinion. They're allowed like, to have one, yeah. Yeah, and she, she said, like, I feel like the hall monitor of country music. And she's like, I did that to myself. And it's like, you did. Yeah. And I like that she sticks up for what she believes. But there's also a point where, like, you can just, you don't have to change your whole mm-hmm. thing over it. So, anyways, there's the tea. Um, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Uh, I, I didn't know you want to do it next hour. No, that's I okay. Was, so I, that's I, I okay. I was so excited to hear about I it. I was then. actually excited to talk about it. So, that's good. We got the tea out early. You know, spilling the tea before 7 a.m. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's something. That's a new phrase. Well, there you go. Um, Lauren's cut your lowdown, and uh, how about we cleanse ourselves with yes. some sounds of Laney. The 105 Breakfast Club, Ken and Lauren. Here we go, the 710 Laugh-Off Friday edition. That means we crown a winner. Mm-hmm. Did we put some money on it? No. <laughs> We're not putting money on it. Yeah. But we can give out some Dublin Pub, pub comedy tickets. All right, well, that's fine. Yeah, so enter on our app. But uh, you won yesterday, so who do you want to go first? I'm going to go first. Okay. Let me pull them up. Lauren, why can't a T-Rex ever run a successful business? It's always shorthanded. Okay, that was good. I almost laughed. Yeah, no, I almost laughed. It's okay. Good job. Good job. So I have a Halloween joke here. What is a vampire's favorite beer? The way you laughed at that was kind of... Was what, Ken? Uh, was what? It was cute. Okay. What I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I was going to say. Lauren. <laughs> I like my women like how I like my coffee. Bitter and cold. I almost laughed at that. <laughs> then I did some, like, self-awareness. I just joked okay. my yeah, own coffee. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. Cough button. Do you need the Heimlich? No, I'm okay. I'm breathing. Ken, how often should you put an orange slice in your beer? Once in a blue moon. You ever had blue moon? Yeah, I like blue moon. With the orange in it? Yeah, not bad. That's like having a honey vice with a lemon wedge in it. You ever had that? No. Line of Google's honey vice? Oh, yeah, I have. You put a lemon in it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not a beer person, so... Lauren, what was Michael Jackson's favorite pasta? Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. Spaghetti. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. Thank God I didn't butcher that one. I thought it was good. Huh? Well, that's the hardest you've laughed, I think, ever. I think, I don't know why. It's funny. <laughs> I didn't expect you to do that, and you really put yourself out there. Thank you. You really put yourself out there. Spaghetti? <laughs> I can't. All right. I'm done doing that for today. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> if you want to go to Dublin this weekend, um, enter on our app. <laughs> Wesley Ward and Brooke Barcel are headlining. Oh, my gosh. Let's try that out on Rafe when he comes in. You should. No, you should do it. I know that I couldn't. Okay, well, there you go. The 710 laugh on of the week. Thank you very much. Nice work. B105. Dirk's Gold on B105. It is a Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren, and we've got Rave Carlson in here. Good morning. Morning, y'all. How you doing? Morning, y'all. We're doing good. How's the weather out there? Oh, it's cold. It's cold up in Duluth. Yeah, right. How's it uh, How's it compared to, uh, well, you've been, what's, you've been in Nashville recently? No, I haven't been in Nashville. The longest I've been away from Nashville since probably 2020. 
2021, early yeah. 2020. Well, I know you've been out doing concerts all you've summer been on long. Tour, you've been busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's been super fun. Yeah, we just pretty much wrapped that up. Uh, we did kind of a last, you know, hoorah down at Spurs downtown. You have opened for like a ton of big country stars over the summer too. Like you were at, you know, Bayfront Festival Park for John Party, but like who, like I've just seen all your tour dates. You've opened for some super big names too. Yeah, we did. Well, we did, uh, yeah, Trace Adkins, Chris Jansen, John Michael Montgomery a few times, Sawyer Brown a bunch of times, uh, Sarah Evans, Drake White. Wow. That was a lot of that was that concert in the corner. Then we did Aquafest. We did Benefit the Vets. We were all over the place. Yeah, you were. You were busy. It was fun. It's tough kind of transitioning from touring to like going back into like songwriting, recording, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a di- totally different. It's like right brain, left brain. And there's like a, a month long transition right. period where everything feels weird. <laughs> but you probably need both though. Totally. You know, I just can't do both at the same time. And I, right. Like so many people, they're like, yeah, I write on the road on the tour bus. Like I write music and I can't like, I'm in a completely different frame of mind. I'm like, right. Play loud music and break stuff. I'm not ready. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm at, I didn't, you know, I was, I was checking out ravecarlson.com. I gotta get some of these these uh, slim can coolers. I should have brought you one. <laughs> we got it. Actually, <laughs> Do you know we, who you're talking to? <laughs> just kidding. We have. I think there's only like literally one or two left of the black ones, but there's a ton of the um, short white ones. Oh yeah, well yeah, that that makes sense. That's cool. You can check that out at ravecarlson.com, and then you got your music on there too. But we've got a song that we're gonna be playing. Never look back here. Tell us a little bit about this one. Yeah, that came together. Like I said, we recorded back in twenty, I think early twenty twenty one, and um, like I was saying, country music was in a totally different place even just a couple of years ago. And my producer said, you know, this is almost too rock to do anything with, so we'll put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, look where we are now. So mm-hmm. it's like he, he called me. He was like, you should put that song out. And it's also been one like we were playing. I remember we opened for Sawyer Brown all the way down in south of Dubuque, Iowa. And I was looking at the front row of people, and there were people singing along to this song. Really? Oh, wow. That's and cool. people sing along to it all our shows, but we're like eight, nine hours south of Duluth. Yeah, that's cool. And that's really I was cool. like, we got to put this song out. Because like, yeah. people are singing singing along to it, coming to our shows, remembering the chorus. That's how you know. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, it's, it's catchy enough for people to get into, mm-hmm. so we might as well put it out into the world. But well, should we hear it? Let's do it. Let's play it right now. Rafe Carlson, Never Look Back, B105.
smokes, sheesh, that's a rock song. That's something. Now. I was just saying, uh, we were off air while I was listening to the song. I was saying, this is, I like this song probably. This is probably the best song I think you put out. I appreciate that. I think so, too. Not saying I don't it's like the other to, ones. I don't want to say it. But, but I, seriously, think about like what think about what the reception of that would have been like two years ago. It would have been too much. It's yeah. Like, what is, yeah. You know, but now the, now the tide has turned. So yeah. I mean, that sounds just like, uh, you know, um, just as good as anything that's been coming out, if not better, you know. Um, I like it. I, I think that's. I think that's great. Never look back. Where can people check? Where, where, where can people get that song right now? Is, you're on Spotify and stuff like that, right? Yeah, Spotify says it came out in 2021. So okay, um, so it's been a while. <laughs> but, it did, but you wrote it. Um, you recorded it in 2021. Yeah, I right. Gotta yeah. Figure out why they did that. But yeah, well, we're, well, we're here to set the record straight. The record so. has been set. <laughs> yes, you heard it here first. Right. Um, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, who did the guitar on that? Because I mean, that's pretty pretty heavy. That's definitely the Lead. standout thing on the track. I think is the, is the solo. That was uh, John Conley, who's Kenny Chesney's uh, touring guitar player. That's cool. And he's a beast. And he he is like uh, he's one of the most in demand session guys down there. I just happened to grab him one day. And he's and he and he tours with. So we're not talking about John Conley, rose colored glasses, no. John Conley, right? <laughs> Different John Conley. Or the backside of thirty, John Conley. Yeah, that's no, another awesome John Conley. I love John Conley. But uh, I just was curious because, you know, a couple of John Connors in Nashville, it's got to be confusing for the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's J-O-N. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah, spell. it's the other way. Okay, well, cool. Well, that's awesome. Uh, stick around a little bit. We're going to talk more with Rafe Carlson here. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, Never Look Back. Check it out. You also go to RafeCarlson.com. You can find out more about him. But this is, that was, that was great. I like it. That was really good. Thank you. All right, stick around. It's uh, 729 B105, and we'll look at your weather forecast next. Urban, Keith Urban, long hot summer. I don't know why that happens sometimes. B105 Breakfast Club, Ken and Lauren. We've got Rafe Carlson in here um, again. We're here, and we wanted to talk a little bit, Rafe. You know, we just heard your song, Never Look Back. It's mm-hmm. a great song. Love it. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it at RafeCarlson.com. B105Country.com. Okay, thank you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. What's next for Rafe? What are you doing now? Coming up, uh, heading to Denver on Monday. Ooh, what are you Couple doing there? Shows. Oh. Visiting some folks, a couple shows, and then heading to California. Taking like a little time off, actually. I'm going to go hike uh, Half Dome in Yosemite and then coming back. Wow. Heading to Nashville. And then uh, hopefully getting back in the studio pretty soon. we got a whole lot of stuff ready to cut. So When you go on a hike, do you bring a guitar with you to play for the Bears? No, I just bring like <laughs> bear spray. and You don't want them to come I around. I don't really like... You don't want to scare them. She's, her dream is to encounter a bear in the wild. And I told her, I don't really know what you're dreaming for. Because, I mean, that, there's that. a story about the people who went and lived with them and then they ate them. Oh, really? I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's pretty graphic. That is a little graphic. I just well, want to see hungry. one, like, <laughs> I just want to see one, like, walk across my front yard when I'm inside looking out. Okay, well. I don't want to, like, come face. I don't want to fight one. Yeah, but it's my dream. So I hope I that happens I think you could win in a bear fight, to be honest with you. That's really nice. He's Thank a scrapper. You. That's for sure. Yeah, especially if she hasn't had her Starbucks. Ah. <laughs> Endorse me, Starbucks. Just saying. Wow. Anyway, so, Rafe, you're going to take a little time off, but then, uh, yeah, that, that's good. You, Denver shows, that'll be fun. Yeah, be a good time. City. Do you Spreading get nervous West to, bit. like, go play somewhere maybe, like, that far away? Or not really, because it's a different vibe, different yeah, crowd. Yeah, it's totally different. It's fun. We did. I did a handful of shows in Mankato last weekend, and I've you know I've done stuff in Wilmer and a couple of festivals, kind of in south, getting close to Southwest Minnesota near the cities and stuff. But I've never played in Mankato. And I had three shows there last weekend. It was like didn't recognize a single face in the crowd. You know, there's usually at least like a few people like, oh, you know, I recognize you from this show. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, totally fresh crowd, and it was it was that's fun because then it's like you. You get to watch people go like, oh, this, this is cool. You got to win know, them like, over and then yeah, you have to see them connect. And that's a bit good. of a challenge to it. And then yeah. you'll see them at another show. Yeah. 
Well, cool. cool. Uh, you're going to be around. Uh, so then, what's what's looking next summer? You're going to be. You, you know what you're doing yet? You're going to be doing some tour dates here, back and forth to Nashville. What are you thinking? It's going to be the same, but bigger. Hopefully, yeah. So, yeah, 2024 is going to be pretty pretty epic. So we're putting stuff on the calendar for next summer right now, and working with a lot of cool people and festivals and stuff. So it should be should be able to release that in March. Okay, probably. Well, you keep uh, you keep us uh, informed what's going on, and make sure you pop in here and then and tell us what's happening. And uh, yeah, enjoying your new song, "Never Look Back." It's great, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here, Rafe Carlson, and uh, we'll be we'll be following you along. Mm-hmm. For the next thing, next stuff that's on the way, big stuff coming. Seven forty one, B one hundred five. Breakfast Club Confessions. Mm-hmm. Ken and Lauren, Fridays. You want to start? Go ahead. I do. All right. <sighs> so. Something you did this week that you're ashamed yeah, of. Yeah, so I just told Ken, I'm like, I'm on the struggle bus. Ken was like, I didn't think so. So then I took that as a compliment. But then Ken's like, well, it's no different than any other day. I think, I don't think. I think you're doing great. I, so I am on um, a fitness journey, you know, and I have, so I do this thing called Step Bet where you pay money to join like a group and then you have to hit a certain number of steps every day, right? right. I was like, I really need to take this seriously because I'm not really training for anything right now. So I'm like, I did a $40 one, which is like, Ooh. it's like, I don't want to lose $40, Big right? Money. So yesterday we had a long day at work and then I got home. I was like, I just need to decompress. Went on a walk and then I'm like, I'll get the rest of my steps later. But then I was like 9.45 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I still need like 2,000 steps. So I was hot lapping in my house until like 10.45 last night. And I'm just so annoyed with myself because you just like, You know how hard it is to get steps in your house? <laughs> I have done that. I did that I when I did steps. I can't go outside by myself at that time in like a dark street. Like, I'm not going to do that. And well, your yard. Raining. Oh, it was raining? Yeah, yeah, it was raining. And that was the problem is usually I go on a walk outside every day. Don't but you have was, a gym membership anywhere? No, I have a treadmill, but that's they where... The, they got the plant, the treadmill. You can't use a treadmill? So I did, but it was... It's like it takes so much longer. You don't get as many steps on a treadmill as you would think. Like it takes... It's so much easier to just go on a walk outside. And why did you do... But, you, but what's easier, treadmill or hot lapping around your apartment? I know. So I did a treadmill walk and then I still didn't have enough steps. So I got back on the treadmill for like 10 minutes. I only got like 500 steps. I'm like, this isn't going to cut it. So I was hot lapping in my house. But then I didn't want my boyfriend to hear because he gets so annoyed at me when I do that. So I literally went to sleep at like 11 and I'm just, I'm annoyed with myself because it's like, why? Did you get the steps in? I did. Did you pass out then right after? And then I was like, Wound up because <laughs> I was Lord. like, cause, and I Weren't don't you know. Supposed to do running group yesterday too. So I was, but I was here till like three, and then I had to go pick up some running stuff because I'm running that race tomorrow. So I'm like, I want to rest anyways. And then it was like raining, so I'm like, I'm just not gonna go. I'll, I, there was if there's one raindrop, I'm not gonna go because I just booked for Sounds a way like out an of excuse, it. yeah. I still worked out. Let's see with your house <laughs> running <laughs> around. I went on the treadmill, and then That's I needed right. more steps. All right, all right, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Lauren's, Lauren's breakfast club I'm just confession. embarrassed, and I, I am annoyed of myself, so I'm, I'm tired, but that's okay. I got a real quick one. Okay. I, I, I hate to say this. I can't find my wedding ring again. Do you see a pattern? Yes, I do see a pattern, okay? (laughs) I I am aware of that. I have a problem misplacing things. And then people go, well, why do you take your wedding ring off? Well, the reason is there's a couple times I take my wedding ring off. I take it off when I'm I'm going swimming, 
because your hand gets a little colder and it slips off and I've almost lost it in the bottom of the lake twice. So I've mm-hmm. learned to take it off. Right. And then I put it somewhere safe. I also take it off when I go golfing because my golf club doesn't fit right over the wedding ring on my left hand and it gets in the way. Mm-hmm. So I, I took it off when I went golfing on my birthday, which was almost a month ago. And I put it somewhere. It's been gone for a month? Yes, Lauren. That's a whole part of the confession. So I put it somewhere, oh and I thought it was in the camper. I thought I put it in the camper, right? So then I got home, and I realized, oh, I don't have my ring. Oh, it's in the camper, which is not at our house. It was up at the cabin, right? So my last weekend, I thought, oh, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to find it. Went up there. We cleaned out the camper for the year. Went through everything. It's not there. Okay. So at this point, I didn't tell my wife, and she hadn't noticed yet. But it finally had to come clean because I got back because I had to ask, did you like, Perfect. did you find it in the camper and you're just holding on to it mm-hmm. so that like to teach me a lesson or something? And she goes, what are you talking about? I went, oh, crap. I don't have my wedding ring. I don't know where it is. So now I got to go. So I thought I was at home then and I dug through everything in the house. Can't find it. So now I got to go back and I, I got to go dig through the camper again. It's got to be there. So this has been missing since your birthday. September but then, 16th. But yes. then there was another incident recently where you lost it and that's where i got confused that one what happened was <laughs> it rolled on the floor underneath the bed i feel and like your dog's got, gonna eat it one day or something do we know that that didn't happen that's a great point you heard the it dog first? ate my wedding ring i think it's possible i'm in trouble well it's sad if you can't find it i'll find it okay. you know you will you know what you found it last time i already got a backup plan though okay I got a backup plan, but I'm not going to say anything about it right now. All right. I got a backup plan. Okay. I'll just buy a different ring, say that it's the same ring, and then never know the difference. Your wife might know the difference. Yeah. How much is that? I she don't hasn't really know. looked at that ring very close since she put it on my finger. Well, now she's know. listening. So she's, she's not <laughs> listening right now. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. 749-B105. There you go. Breakfast Club Confessions. And uh, let's go to the movie. feel like officially in movie season because it's like not nice outside anymore you know so you don't have to feel guilty for seeing a movie okay uh is that wrong no you're right you're right i'm sorry i was just thinking here trying to figure out because there's a lot of retro movies i'm trying to figure out what's new here retro movies yeah a lot of retro horror movies okay in theaters well marcus theater here to live i'm looking um nightmare on elm street is in excuse me a nightmare on elm street like the original yes Oh, my gosh. So you can, you can see it in the theaters. This changes everything. It's a 9 o'clock showing tonight. Love um, that. Hocus Pocus 30th anniversary. Okay. I'm I sure you're not that. a big fan of that. Yeah, that's not it's great. Not, not scary for you. I mean, it's a fun Halloween, and you like terrifying Halloween stuff. It's right? not my it's not my favorite film, but I, I get it. So new movie is The Exorcist Believer. This looks terrifying and disturbing. Yeah, it's getting really bad reviews. Um, well, most horror movies do, though. And it's funny. I texted our friend last night, and I was like, are you interested in seeing The Exorcist with me? Left on read. So I'm just going to choose to believe that it's because the movie's so bad. Yeah, it's uh, 50 years ago, <laughs> you know, they had the, the first Exorcist came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, since the death of his pregnant wife in a Haitian earthquake 12 years ago, Victor Fielding has raised their daughter, Angela on his own, but when Angela and her friend Catherine disappear in the woods, only to return three days later with no memory what happened to them, it unleashes a chain of events that will force Victor to confront evil and in his death, terror and desperation, seek out the only person alive who has witnessed anything like this, Chris McNeil. 
I love um, scary movies, but I do feel like sometimes they just like keep having like spinoffs and sequels and they're not good. They don't hit the same, you know? You can't capture the magic of The Exorcist more than once. This is uh, crazy. This other one here is when, when Evil Lurks. That's another horror movie that's out. Okay. And in a remote village, two brothers find a demon-infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. Oh, oh, I don't like that. They decide to get rid of the man, but merely succeed in helping him deliver the inferno. Dun, dun, dun. That's a little dark. I don't know about that. Yeah, it is. But uh, that's what's going on. That's is the Barbie news. still in theaters? Is Oppenheimer still in theaters? I don't know. I guess I didn't scroll down that far. Uh, Paw Patrol, The Creator, Saw, Dumb Money, Dumb Money's in there. The Nun, Barbie's still in there. Oppenheimer is not. That's out now. Okay. Haunting in Venice is still there, though. So you can see that one. Okay. Very spooky, you know. Nice sound effects. That wasn't sound effects. Oh, that was all okay. 100% me. Okay. 810, B105. We got Morgan Wall and everything I love next. Blake Shelton, boys, around here on B105. It is The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. And uh, we got a problem. What's the problem? It's happened over in Denver. I don't know. Was it Denver? Sorry, Colorado. Oh, well, yeah, a, that would be Denver. It's Ordway, a small town in southern Colorado. Sorry, south okay. of Denver. Okay. They got a problem. You know, Denver's legalized uh, marijuana years ago. Minnesota has, you know, now you, you actually see pot farms growing. I just drove by one the other day in in, in near St. Cloud. Interesting. I'm like, look over. I'm like, that looks like marijuana plants. It's crazy. Anyway, um, th- there's a problem, though. Um, grasshoppers won't stop eating Colorado Ew. marijuana. Ew. Cannabis plants. Farms over a thousand cannabis plants have been wiped out in just mere days. It's like something from the, you know, Bible. Where I just they got don't the like grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. That's so scary. They had some uh, indoors. They they do okay because they they can keep the grasshoppers out with their greenhouses and stuff. But outdoors, they do have some fields, and they said it was gone within three days, just completely wiped clean. Because what it does, the grasshoppers bite the stem of the plant, killing the plant, mm-hmm. and then you know you don't have you don't have any of that. What was it? Didn't we have a story about that happening? Oh, it was a uh, sheep in uh, we're, we're eating hemp plants. Okay, but sheep are cute. Grasshoppers are gross. So I yeah. would rather have sheep. The sheep uh, destroyed a bunch. That was over in the UK. They were growing these hemp. I don't know if it was CBD or whatever plants, but they, they ate all that mm-hmm. because farmers are trying to find a crop. You know, it grows really fast. That's the, that's the good news about it. But uh, it's it, it definitely hits the pocketbook. And uh, grasshoppers, why so many grasshoppers this year? Because they had more than average rain and vegetation. So that it, you don't like grasshoppers, huh? They're creepy. You never eat a chocolate covered grasshopper? Um, you know what? Believe it or not, I feel like I've done that before. Really? Long time ago. I would never do that now. Obviously. What brought you to do that? I think I was at summer camp and I did it. I'm having like a flashback. This was like probably 20 years ago. Wow. So. I didn't know you ever went to summer camp. Oh, yeah. Did you ever ask? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a weird thing for me to... I, yeah, I think it's a weird or, thing for me to just tell you. It doesn't you. come over organically. Right. Oh, yeah. Same. So I went to summer camp, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. Well, interesting. Was it like for volleyball or something? Like a sports camp? Like a volleyball camp? Or was it just Have like Have I a, ever played volleyball before? I don't know. I never know you went to camp. How am I supposed to know if you ever played volleyball? I don't, um, I don't even know you I, anymore. Okay. Let's move on. It's a little dramatic. That was super dramatic. Yeah, I went to... Luke Bryan, country girl, shake it for me on B105. It's a breakfast club with Ken and Lauren. And we got some angel with Lauren Wells. She's, uh, she's, been a, she's a happy camper over there. So um, I just need to share this story because I think it's a life hack that 
we'll need here at some point. So have you seen the story about the couple from Australia that have gone on 51 back-to-back cruises because it's cheaper than a nursing home? You know, I didn't know if this was from Australia. I've heard people have done that. Yeah, so this couple is Marty and Jess. They are from Australia, and they went on back-to-back cruises. Well, they've, they've been doing it for years now. Um, they just say, like, it's cheaper than because nursing homes are expensive. Right. They say you don't have to worry about paying rent, getting groceries, or doing your laundry. They say, actually, living on a cruise ship is very efficient. Yeah, said, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, they said we're not young people and we get to see the world. We don't have to be in a nursing home. So I've heard like the problem. That. The problem with it, or not the problem, sorry, the challenge with it, because that's a more power, empowering word, is the challenge. You okay. Know, I learned this from, um, is that they have to coordinate where they're getting their medicines, their medications and stuff. Oh, okay. Because, you know, you can't. They, don't think cruise ships have a pharmacy on board. I don't think they do. They say that they say on be a bad board. Idea, they stay on board when like people get off and get on, and they're the ones that just stay on. Well, that makes sense. So I don't know. I'm sure they can make those calls. If that's like the only thing you have to worry about, you're doing great. I'm not hard enough time getting my medication from in town. All the problems. Ugh. Ugh. This is a. Some angel segment. Oh, sorry. No negativity allowed. No, it's not negativity. It's honesty. Okay. okay. I, I, I was supposed to. So I, I did. I, I had. Uh, I had my blood work done the other day because I guess that's what happens when you turn forty. If I had a dollar for every time you said that, it's okay. I'd be retired. It's, it's okay. A little dramatic, but um, I got. It, I was supposed to. I, I got a prescription for vitamin D because my vitamin D's low. Like I've been out in the summer, at sun all summer long. Apparently, my vitamin D's low. So, but I can't get it filled because I saw this and that. It's like, oh, I'll just go out in in the sun, you know, naked. Spend more time outdoors. I've spent all summer outdoors. I was like, I got got a good tan and everything. Darius Rucker, wagon wheel on B105. He was on Taste of Country Nights recently. He wasn't. He was spilling the tea. Well, he said something about he was nervous about his ex-wife hearing one of his new songs or something like that. Yeah, and then um, also during the interview, he said that if you want him to perform like a private event or like your wedding, it's a million dollars. He'll do that though? For a million dollars. And he's like, well, I'll sing whatever you want. But yeah, it is a million dollars. How long of a set does he do? I think, I don't know. Prob- not like a probably a full-blown, you know, stage show or anything. Well, I would imagine. I mean, because like, what's it cost to get, you know, you get somebody in, you know, for like a big act, it's multi-millions of dollars. You know what I mean? For like a stadium show. So I mean, that's not a really bad deal. Yeah. Um, you had a million bucks you want hooting the... But who has a million dollars? So a lot of people do. But think of Wagon Wheel live at a wedding. That would be lit. I want to hear all the hooting the blowfish hits. He said he'll play what... He said he'll learn songs. Only want to be with you. But they, yeah. he can't... He needs that million dollars. Well, he doesn't need it, but like he's not bringing the band because he, he doesn't want to split those profits. What about if I jumped in and I helped out, you know, and I sang with him? Do you think that would be, or do you think no? I'd pay to see that. <laughs> would you pay a million dollars? B105, Northland's number one for new country. Okay, we got a cash code coming up. We'll give you about 10, 20. Otherwise, we're going to step aside, let Mr. Joe Danger take over. Uh, he's going to take you through the rest of the day and continue with the rest of the B105 Workday Kickoff commercial free for another half hour. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you on, uh, well, well, we'll see you the rest of the day, but, you know, we'll see you on Monday too. Don't forget, we got a lot of fun coming up next week, last week of the Cash Cow. We sure do. So you uh, you have a good weekend, Lauren.